Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, one and all. Because outside of our time zone, we want to say good morning or good evening or better yet, good day. Because we don't know your time zone and we don't know your your time. Welcome to another edition of Chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. And we have our regulars with us today. Dr. Richardson is here and so is our special correspondent every week. She can from Cayman Islands. I'm talking about Val. Val Sims. Good morning, good morning. Val. Oh, good day. Good day. Good day. <laughs> good, do. good morning. Good afternoon to everybody. Good do. Yes, yes, I like yes. that. Good day to oh, all. Oh, guten Morgen, guten Tag, as we say in German, guten Tag, which means good day, pleasant day, you know. But whatever the time period is, welcome on this special, special, special occasion. Three specials. Special to the third. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. And the reason why they're special to the third is because we're going to talk about Mother's Day. We're going to talk about Police Week. Then we're going to talk about the Moravian Church anniversary. So, Doc, take it away, whichever you want to go with first. Well, since none of us would be here without a mother, we're going to begin at the beginning. (laughs) Mother's Day. There you go. <laughs> Yay. Mother's Day, yes. So, Val, me, as I... the only female on the staff this morning, or in terms of correspondent, Mr. Etienne and I would like to say Happy Mother's Day to you. Oh, Happy Mother's Day, Val. Thank you. to all our listening audience. And whether yes. or not one is a mother by birth or a mother to the earth, We say Happy Mother's Day. In other words, whether you have given birth as a female or you have undertaken rearing and caring of a child or an offspring, not necessarily yours, you have given birth to the earth because the child is of the earth. The child is a seed which was planted and has now grown up. And you have nurtured and you have cared and you have reared that particular child. So therefore, the entire village is involved because it takes the entire village to rear the child. When you rear, you love, you care, and you share. So happy Mother's Day, including those fathers who have had to function in that role. It is not unusual for us to understand that. Only when we tend to become so separatist in terms of strict, 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 Carriers or strict rules for people <laughs> that we find only a mother does so and so, and only a father does so and so. A mother does whatever is necessary for a child, exactly. and a father who then has no female wife, sister, mother, whatever, does whatever he has to do for the child also. So we have to be very careful oftentimes when we put strict restrictions on corridors of of who does what or in terms of roles. A mother yes. is a mother is a mother. And then we have some what we call the people refer to as foster mothers, people refer to as 
matriarchs of families, mothers who control, dominate, direct, and for good reasons, the entire family member, the entire family tree. And then we have some mothers such as Mommy Andus. We have also yes. mothers such as Mrs. Maud Brower Proudfoot, another mother, yes. another mother such as Mama Julia Nicholson, another mother, wow. uh, uh, the Commissioner of Tourism's grandmother is Mama Julia Nicholson because Mr. Oh. Freddie Nicholson is her father and Mr. Freddie Nicholson's yes. mother was Mama Julia Nicholson. So for mothers, for those whose mothers have passed, remember they are in a better place, they're resting. And for those whose mothers are here, do something special, different, to cause them to reflect and remember that this is from their child, whether male or female. So on that, again, happy Mother's Day. Wow, and what an honor. Have a good Thank you. Thank yes, you. It is. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Special announcements for the mothers from Dr. Richardson. Doc, I just wanted you to answer, to add this to it, please. Explain to the audience, particularly the moms, do not say raise a child. Mm-hmm. All right, no problem. Many times, person would say, I raise such and such a person, meaning a child, male or female. Yes. But I should mm-hmm. like for us, and notice I'm saying us collectively, to get yes. into the habit or practice of not saying raise. Many people have heard the expression incorrectly stated, it takes the entire village to raise the child. And I say, yes. au contraire, which means to the contrary. You raise crops and you raise livestock, but you rear children. How do we know? What do you call the offspring of a cow? What do you call the offspring of a horse? What do you call the offspring of a sheep? And finally, what do you call the offspring of a goat? The offspring of a goat is called a kid. Now, you can fill in what the offspring of the others are, but (laughs) a kid is the offspring of a goat. Are you an offspring of a goat? No, whether you talk about the ram goat or the yo goat, no. You are the offspring of a human being. Therefore, you were not raised. Now, that takes care of the animalistic side. Now, what about raise? You raise cotton, you raise corn, you raise peas, and you raise anything that's agricultural. It's agronomics. The point is there's a certain point of terminus where you must cut it down get rid of it in order for it to have value. But you never want to cut down a human being. You see, so people use those words as that in terms of raising children. No, you rear children because when you rear, you love, you care, and you share. Wow. That's beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. We need to get in the habit of saying that more often. Rear, care, and share. There you go. And remember, only... 
You're, yeah. you're most welcome. And remember, whatever words we say, the utterance, once you speak it, you decree it, yeah. and it becomes a part out in the universe. And so the person yeah. to whom or at whom it is directed will act out in accordance because it is a signal. You are decoding and encoding, so when you say that, the person reacts in accordance with your utterance because out of the fullness of the heart, speak at the mouth. Oh my goodness! Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Before we, before we go any further, we have a caller. Let's take a call. I think Very you know well. what this Excellent. is. I like I like to hear the caller. Go ahead. Of course. Excellent. Hello. Thank you for calling. You're on the air. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from, please. Good morning. I'm calling from the U.S. from Connecticut. Excellent. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Well, one doctor, another. Go ahead. Yes. Welcome. Yes, I'm, I am just calling to um, extend my wishes to all mothers, regardless of where they are. And Good. I just connected with um, the, the speaker when um, when he mentioned about their fathers who are playing the role of mother. Oh, by the way, my name is Daphne Clark Hudson. Very well, good. Mm-hmm. And being a single parent myself, I recalled when my son was growing up, and one year he gave me a Father's Day, Father's Day's card, and uh-huh. I read oh, it really? and I pondered, I pondered about it, and I thought about it for a long time, and it brought tears to my eyes. Tears and of joy. As he has grown up, my son is now mm-hmm. 35. Good. And wow. I see that. I am indeed his mother and his father as well in uh, many, many different, um, many different ways. Uh-huh. So, you know, some people resent the fact because I was once engaged in a very stimulating dialogue where a man resented Mothers who say, well, I am my child's father and mother because the fact that there was no male figure around to play that part, and she stepped up. Uh-huh. And in, instead of de- debating it and, and belittling the woman or the father who is playing the role of a mother, Correct. I, think we, I think we need to applaud them. Of course. And and encourage them in, in whatever it is that they're doing. So I just wanted exactly. to call in. I appreciate in that so much. I appreciate that so much. That's why I said what I said in terms of regardless. Put aside the so-called assignment of genders or role, but the coming together, the doing whatever is necessary for the moment in that time and space for the rearing and the caring of the child, that is what is important. And whether or not we wish to accept it initially with application and the passage of time, we will see that, in fact, it is true. Exactly, because what we are always, what we are doing collectively is that exactly. we, are, we are creating and grooming for future leaders. So exactly. the important thing is that we come together and it's done in a beneficial way because we are actually 
as I say, creating and cultivating those leaders. So we got to put the right. rest for them. So thank you for this opportunity to speak. You are most oh, you're welcome. welcome. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet because I want <laughs> to mention to our audience, this lady, I know her. She has become my good friend and my mentor. We're talking to Dr. Clark, or more specifically, Dr. Daft Hudson. Now, this is a lady who has pulled herself up by the bootstraps out of Jamaica, now living in Connecticut, but more she's the lady who has brought together a panel of professionals to do her first annual women's conference, and the name of the conference is GrowCon. Dr. Daphne, could you tell the audience a little bit about GrowCon? Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Gibbs, for this opportunity to speak about You're the welcome. GrowCon. Uh, the GrowCon event is a live um, one-day event that is put together for women business owners and entrepreneurs so that they can discover what makes them unique and valuable in their industry of choice. And by working on that area, that aspect of who they are, they are placing themselves in a position to confidently increase their profits without burnout. Because as women, we oftentimes neglect ourselves. And we are born nurturers. And we oftentimes nurture everyone around us besides ourselves. So this, again, has placed this on, on my part to start and to help women to understand we need to be experiencing optimum health and well-being and by doing so then we are going to be in the position to serve all the other people that we serve because women wear a million hats oh yes of course (laughs) not only not only do they wear a million hats but here is a caveat they wear a million hats simultaneously. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that makes the mark difference. Exactly. And yes. that's why we have to nurture. Yes. 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 That's right. Because that none, of us, none of us would be here without a mother. All yeah, of us. That's, you right. Know, that's right. You know, last week us. I was I was doing a live stream. And one gentleman wrote in the comments that we do not need any stronger women. We need stronger men. And I said to him, you know, I respectfully disagree with you. We need Correct. a strong we need Good. a stronger community. Uh-huh. And, yes. and yes. we went into a very energetic debate for a while and um uh, he says that uh, women women don't need to have each other's back because that's the role of her husband. And I said, well, what about the million of women who have no husbands? Then he said, well, then her father. I said, oh, there are so many without fathers still. And well, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. He, he, he was a bit off cue because oh, yeah. the truth of the matter is the good Lord whatever one conceives or conceptualizes of him to be in whatever religion, God made the male, but the male was incomplete. And subsequently, he gave the male a help meet. The question is, help meet what? 
The answer mm-hmm. is help meet all things which the male would encounter. And then mm-hmm. in Judeo-Christian doctrine, we call that help meet Eve from mm-hmm. the garden. But he mm-hmm. did not make the female to be put aside to mm-hmm. help meet. Because if it were not so, none of us would be here today or any other point in time to discuss or to engage. The woman is central and pivotal to creation, to progress, to development, to education, to knowledge, to the universality of interaction Mm -hmm. and for the collective good of the whole. That's right. But you know how easily some people forget and they they tend to modify things uh, to be to, to 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 satisfy their own personal needs precisely and, and limitations you know and precisely. and the work continues uh, those who really understand what it is about to do greater things and to be of value to the world because that's mm-hmm. what we are doing this radio now is not only serving mothers are are acknowledging mothers today in America. It's a global program all over the world and those yes. of us who decide to carry this um this baton globally, we just have to right. keep focused, you know? Mhm. You know it could be put, as you mentioned the baton it can be put this way. The female runs the distance, the male runs the sprint. So he ah. has the baton, or the female <laughs> carries the baton the distance, the male runs Fantastic. the sprint. Fantastic. But we have, we, do, we, Dr. we do have durability, Dr. don't we? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Sure do. Of course. Sure do. Sure do. Uh, Dr. Oh, Clark, thank you so much. Yes, listen sir. To you. You're, welcome. you're welcome to stay on the line and as long as you want. There's no problem with that at all. But before That's we right. move on to something else, please let our audience can get information or tickets to the Yukon or Grow Growcon. Growcon, you, you can. Uh, yes, you can uh, get more information and and get your registrations. The letter U can Growcon dot com. You can Growcon dot com. Okay, very and, good. Uh, you know, and people can connect with us on social media as well. And so we can get to find out what everyone is doing around the world. I am all yes. about making, making connections and making a difference yes. and co- co-creating and joint venturing and everything. And, Mr. Gibbs, I just want to thank you for your commitment to GrowCon and helping oh, us spread the word and just keep everybody informed and honoring everybody. I, I want to honor well, you and to say thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. My pleasure. My okay, well, thank you for calling in. Again, you're welcome Pleasure. to stay on the, on the line. No problem at all. Yeah, and we'll carry on. on. Yes, I'm listening online as well, so I'll go very back to doing that. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank Thanks. you very much for calling Thanks, in. Everybody. We appreciate yes, it. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. Bye-bye. You're welcome. One thing I, I, one thing I feel to mention, but I'll mention it to you, Leonard, Dr. Richardson, and uh, yeah. Val, Yes. Dr. Clark, yes, Dr. Clark is a uh, very busy lady, but in addition to all that, she is active, constantly teaching, training, 
helping, growing, mentoring, you name it. She is in the role of being a mother with a thousand hats. Tommy Needles look a role look for a role model of the thousand hats to work out on that. That's Dr. Clark. So I have to say that. Wow, she sounds fascinating. Yes, she's from Jamaica, and the event is going to take place on the 20th of this month. So go to the website, and you'll find about it, and go from there. I'm somewhat excited because I came across her, and she's been a wonderful mentor to me. So let's move on. Dr. Richardson, anything else about Mother's Day? No, I mean, everything that needs to be said has been said in whatever ways and forms, and even any more would only be superfluous. Yes, superfluous, yes, I remember that word. Superfluous, because it was so many words, so many letters in the word. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) My own words, okay. Anything else you want to add before we move on? Oh, no, Wow. Well, we just wanted to say, don't forget godmothers too, because some some aren't mothers yet, and um, and many are godmothers yes. with yes. a yes. very big responsibility. But it's a wonderful holiday, and I'm so looking forward to it. Well, that's <laughs> right. you see, one of the things one of the things we didn't say that, but are yet. But the thing is, the godmother has a tremendous role to play if allowed yes. to. As a matter of fact, even more so than the mother. You know why? Because the godmother has an attachment and a commitment if she took her role seriously and her promise to God to be sure that the offspring is reared in the way and manner of Christian godly behavior and training. So much so that the godmothers of yesteryears, as we knew them, control homes, control mothers, control grandmothers, control everyone. The preface or the prefix, God, superseded mother. So therefore, the godmother played a tremendous role. If anything went wrong, one of the first things or first persons to be contacted was the godmother. Before sometimes even the aunt or the grandmother Sometimes they were not around, but the godmother was always there, standing in place, standing in for the word God first of all becomes key factor. And that is why in the baptismal vows or baptismal rituals, you hear to say, to be sure to bring up the child. And so if the mother is unable for whatever reasons, the godmother has an obligation to step forward, and Godmother yes. rules the roost, the domain, and so it is all over. Many of us can be aware of our role of our Godmothers, not only in helping us, but in helping our parents and those kinds of things. Thank yes, you. I have one of those Thank Godmothers. You. Oh, really? You have one? Yes. You have several. <laughs> well, I have one that took that role very seriously indeed. Good. She was yes. totally committed. Still is, yes. yes. Good. Then yes. she is totally committed. Yes. We change no. the tense of the verb to get the time and place and scope and sequence. Yes. <laughs> Thank we you. We talked about... You're welcome. We talked in the past shows about uh, Mrs. Mort Proudfoot. That's correct. 
the godmother of so many children she came across. Now, she didn't, I don't know if she did it, uh, it was done in a religious, in a factual manner, but she could not pass a child without seeing what she could do to help them. And I know that because she considered me her godmother. I was not baptized in her church or she didn't baptize me or, or, or serve as a godmother in the baptismal sense. But we were neighbors and she knew I was born. And when I was about three or four years old, we moved to the other side of the town. But she never forgot me. She always said, Etienne, how are you doing? How's your father? It's like family connected with family again. And I'll never forget that about Mrs. Crawford. Yes. That's wonderful. So, mm-hmm. Yes, it is. it is. It was. And it will be. Shall be. And so it was also okay. with Mrs. Mildred V. Andus, who we call yes. Mommy Andus. And notice, yes. you can always yes. differentiate the godmother from any other female yes. because there was an endearing term called nanny. Mommy. Oh, nanny. Nanny. Yes. Yes. Nanny. Not yes. mommy. Mommy was the mother. Yes. Nanny. Yes, yes, yes. Nanny whatever. Nanny was the dominant endearing term. And a nanny oftentimes superseded a mommy because many times <laughs> the mommy... The mommy had to turn to the nanny. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was lucky. I was blessed in that sense. My mother worked with Mrs. Lindo. But in, in terms of my relationship with Mrs. Lindo, I didn't call her Mrs. Lindo. I never knew her as Mrs. Lindo. Always you nanny dare Lindo call, to me. You couldn't nanny dare Lindo. call her Mrs. Lindo. Always <laughs> nanny. Nanny Lindo, exactly. That's exactly. correct. Uh-huh. So I uh-huh. had mom in the same household. How about that? <laughs> and if you had been so, what we call, boastful to go say Lindo or Miss Lindo, someone yes. would have given you a swift back of the hand oh, to yes, the mom. Yes, yes. And therefore, the resultant <laughs> factors may have been dependent upon your age, the loss of a tooth or teeth, oh, but certainly yes. the blood would have ensued <laughs> from that connectivity, and you would never have made that mistake again. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, the things you grow up with, I tell you. I, I never heard that yeah. term before, nanny. Oh, you haven't heard that? No. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, yes. in American history, as far as the black experience is concerned, you would find that you don't see that much. But then there's also another. When you look at the word that we would say for a person who reared the child, you'd say anana. And okay. you would also hear them say, you know, go to your nana or go to your nanny. Now, let me explain something. That term did not just extend to that one individual. It was applicable to all of the family members. So if a person became the godmother for one child, all the other children referred to that person also as their nanny or their godmother, though she may not have stood at the baptismal font and go through the rituals, but nevertheless, it covered everyone. It was a term of endearment, a term of respect, and a term of universal applicability to the entire family. Oh, learn something new every time. 
that's <laughs> one, uh, yes, and that's one of the reasons when persons who are not equally of mean wanted to find someone to stand in place of, in lieu of, oftentimes they selected someone who was a little or considerably better off financially, yes. economically, politically, socially than they were so that uh-huh. the child would not suffer. There would always be exactly. something to come to the child. Or it was very yes. well thought out. Oh. Yes. And Val, for your benefit, the word nanny itself, we'll break it down. Nanny used as a variation of nanny, any and and what as the as Correct. the British would use nanny, who is a right. young lady come to be the babysitter, mm-hmm. as we would say. But it's more yes. than just a babysitter. It was a person yes. well trained in raising a child. Now this is young, yes. but nevertheless, they have taken that on as a, as a occupation, as a job, and they are committed to it. But but nanny, and then here in the West Indies, we took it off to the side a little bit and called it nanny. So that's and, I think how it came about. Also, is that correct? Is an there's another side, another edition okay. referred to Nana, Nana, Nana. local yes, Caribbean, Nana. Nana. Because yes, remember, Nana. remember in Gone to the Wind, when we look at what happened, we find that it is the person, Hattie McDaniels, who plays the role mm-hmm. of the person yes. who controls the plantation, Tara, Tara, or whatever, when you stop and you think about it. That particular person, she was the cook, she was the maid, yes. she was the confidant, she was the protector or the defender, and many yeah. times before you could get to the mistress, the head of the house, or the uh-huh. master, you had to go through the nanny. <laughs> the nanny would stand guard, so she was a female. A heavy woman. And then yes. and usually you found a woman, yes, who was solid, not yes. only in stature, but in voice, and if the man thought he could do battle. Let him go forward. <laughs> he would make his comeuperance. And the comeuperance yeah, would be a swift fist knocking him down. And he would be too embarrassed to say to anyone that he was knocked down by a woman. So he thought better of his actions and he went about his business. Now, today, yeah, they refer to that person yeah. as an au pair. An au pair. Right. Who takes care of the children. So that's yes. the etymology yes. of the evolution of the word. And the exactly. roles that the person played. Okay. Oh, wow, my too goodness. fascinating for words. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Too fascinating for words. Oh, oh, but it's such beautiful tapestry once oh, one yes. looked at it. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> and you always said, that's my nanny with a sense of pride. If yes. your chest could burst, it would oh. burst, as you would say, that's my nanny. Oh, I'm going to nanny. Oh, nanny so-and-so sent me. You uh-huh. said it with yes. pride. Oh, oh yeah. beam from ear to ear. Yes. How beautiful. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we're halfway through the show, Tom. Let me mention the, the for our audience. Our number is 347-237-4374. Last week, we saw a lot of people responding on. This week, we see the same thing. Please, we encourage you to Good. call in. If you have a story you want to share with us, by all means, call in. If you have a Good, remembrance, really, yes. we want to interact with you. Is that right, Dr. Richardson? That is correct. Remembrances or right. reflections. This is an interactive. Yes. 
yeah. program. And we have our special correspondent from Cayman Islands, a oh wow, oh yeah, correspondent photographer, Val. yes, uh-huh. <laughs> Ar- archivist, yes. photographer, correspondent, yes, yes. archivist. He has lots to, offer, lots to offer. I yes. just love the history and love learning, and uh, I always oh, come away with great tidbits from you both. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for for having me and inviting everybody. You are oh, most welcome. You're a special correspondent. We couldn't function without uh, having you here to ask Dr. Richardson questions that I could ask him. So Dr. Richardson gets it from both barrels, you and me. <laughs> and no problem. Remember, remember yes. in life, it is the valued yes. file that distinguishes yes. us. And we have an yes, obligation, once we have achieved or acquired something, to pass it on to posterity and those who come after us, provided that they have the capacity for accepting yes. and appreciating. We can't do anything about that because we're not right. oftentimes exactly. responsible for the genetic makeup. But yes. the point is we have an obligation to pass it on. Well, thank you. I'm enjoying it, soaking it all up. Very good. Oh, good. Very good, Good. very good. We're glad that you're here with us, our correspondent. (laughs) Now, let's move on before we run out of time. Dr. Richardson, we have the Moravian Church anniversary coming up this week. Could you share with us what that is all about, please? Yes, the Moravian Church. The Moravian Church, as we know, actually started as a kind of renegade structure. Remember the country of Moravia, or Germany as it's called, and specifically here in St. Thomas we have a Nuhorn Hut, or Nuhorn Hut, which means in German, the new hat, the the man's hat, the new man's hat. The Moravians were persons who were proselytizing and spreading Christian concepts and Christianity to, quote, heathens, unquote, slaves. The reason I'm saying that is we have to understand that when we stop and think of Martin Luther King, he was here in America, but when we stop to think of Martin Luther back in Germany who broke away from the Catholic teaching and the publication of his 96 theses on the door and then the addition of the literary part through the Gutenberg Press enabled people to learn and to hear about what the Catholic Church was doing and the selling of indulgences and those kinds of things, which were considered and which are no-nos. But the Moravians came to this part of the world to proselytize, to Christianize, and to spread the gospel as instructed by Jesus Christ. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. And Mm -hmm. lo, I am with you always. And so the Moravians are very well known for that. Interestingly enough, they had two divisions. One, the Moravian Church came about, and they had a sort of division, much like the Lutherans. The slaves and the owners didn't fellowship and worship together, but the Moravians went out and taught. They Christianized and they educated the slaves or the enslaved persons. In addition, they proselytized, and they were missionaries. They were on a mission. And so throughout the Caribbean, particularly 
in the British part, in Antigua, and in Trinidad, and in Jamaica, and in the other parts of the world, in terms of specifically Africa, you'd find the Moravians doing most of that teaching, preaching, sharing, and spreading of the gospel, and educating people. Here on St. Thomas, we have three distinct groups. When I say distinct, location only. Out to the east, we have a group called Nuhan Hut, or Nuhan Hut, as some people say. To the extreme west, yeah. we have what is known as Niski. And in the middle, we have what is known as Memorial. One of the oh, interesting yes. things is, yes, that's the one by the park, by the Franklin Delano Roosevelt right. Island Veterans Park. Okay. Right. Now, if you note closely, you will see that there are two structures right on the corner of Hospital Garda, which is to the east of the park. That was where convent school was initially, but that oh. was Catholic. Oh, that was for training. Yes. It was referred to as Coconut Park, Coconut Plaza. Now, to the slight north, east of that, you have a building that's called Education Department, and that was all yes. part of that complex, separated by one building in between, which was called the Park Shop, spelled P-A-R-K, space, separate word, S-H-O-P-P-E. And that double spelling yes. of the P tells you something. That was owned by the Martin Barrow family. Martin mm -hmm. Barrow was related to Miss Estonel, a German lady yes. of descent and the organist. The former organist, that's correct, Etienne, yeah. organist of the uh -huh. Catholic Church. Now, as I said, you notice that there's a big building there called the Moravian Church, that's Memorial. And directly across the street, there was a building where the person who was the bishop resided. But in that little area, you went through a gate. That was where convent school was initially. And then, of course, when the Catholics mm -hmm. came and built the school down to the west, where you now have the Catholic Church, and so that became the successor to. But the convent school was located up in that area. Park, when the Coconut Park, Coconut Plaza. Mm -hmm. Let's back up a little bit, Doc. You said the shop huh? is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. What's the significance of the double P and the E at the end? The difference in the spelling of the British and the German. Oh. Americans tend not to double consonants particularly, but mm -hmm. linguistically yes. speaking, Old English and Germanic languages would double the consonants, especially if the consonants came in the middle of the word. You will always have a vowel preceding and a vowel coming after, sort of like mm -hmm. looking at keeping it in check. But you can use yeah. either spelling, single P or double P. It's still the same. Ah. Oh, okay. So it's more of a British German influence than anything else. Yes. You know, one of the things okay. you have to understand is that English, as we know today, modern English differs from what we call Old English or Middle English. Old English. Because yes. Old English and Middle English had more of a strong dependency on Latin and German because English in its entire sense is a member of the Indo-European language and therefore English today is a Germanic language. The roots are right there. And, uh, excuse me. Okay, be safe. Okay. All right, bye. My sister was leaving. Interestingly okay. enough... 
we understand that this happens, and that is why phrases such as how Val would greet her listening audience, <laughs> how Val would greet her listening audience. Yes, good how do, good how. Good how do, yes. How are you? Yes, exactly. We find that that's a creolization because it's a combination yes. of the words yes. of the local speakers as well as the masters or the owners. Good how do, how are you? And your response would be, Bye, Danky. All right. All right. Oh, we learned. Good. Good. Go to the head of the class. Go to the head of the class. You've done your homework. Go to the head of the class. I dare not forget. That's right. And, you know, interestingly enough, your grandparents spoke these things very fluently. They had linguistic dexterity. They could go from one language to another with equal dexterity and not miss a beat. And the persons who would be very well prepared to tell you that would be anyone, I don't know how many are still around, or their children. You know, once you were educated up to a certain point, basically many of the older folks sent their children to Europe for education. Not America. Right, right. Yes, Yes, ours went to England. That's and they right. Okay. Oh. French and um, and Spanish. That's correct. Oh, about and that. as a result of that, they came away linguistically improved, linguistically enriched, and they had the cultural experiences of Europe and whatever country it was that they attended or went to. They had mm-hmm. that plus their own local mm-hmm. Caribbean wow. versions, whatever. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And some sent, some were sent to Barbados as well. Oh yes. yes. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Queen, Queen's College in Barbados and exactly the, the Lodge School of Barbados. Yeah. Yes, and you know why? Because the British had spent a lot of time educating, but educating in certain areas. One of the interesting thing is the literature would show you Chancellor Williams has written a book, it is entitled How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. What they did, the Europeans, who were the explorers and colonizers, got the raw materials from Africa and had them sent to England where they were processed or in the West Indies and then sent back. So the triangle of trade in terms of persons coming from Africa, West Indies, Europe, or Africa, West Indies, America, continued, but the money always flowed back to the mother country. Consequently, when you stop and you think about it, they were still impoverished, so that when independence came, many countries got their independence, which was a sort of backward dependence because they were independent. The question is independence to do what? To govern and rule themselves? Yes, but they didn't know how. All they knew is that they were free, but their rules, their regulations still came from England, from the mother country. And their language. Yes. And the, of course, yes. well, language is a controlling yes. factor. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the Moravian anniversary. When is it and, and, and how, how old is it? Well, the thing is, many people may not realize, but they are the oldest persons or oldest group 
in terms of here, well, let me speak of St. Thomas specifically and St. Croix, other than the, what we call the Danes, the Danish, the Moravians are the oldest group here, and that has to be back into 1600s, even before 1730, 1733. But their purpose, as I said, was for winning souls for Christ. So they would be the yeah. oldest per se. And then later on, you'd have the Danes, and then you'd have other people. Now there's another group that many people may not be aware of for that, but that would be the Reform Church. People call it Dutch yes. Reform. They have dropped mm-hmm. the Dutch, and it's now Reform Church, right up there on Bread Garda. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And it's interesting to note that that was really Quaker initially really? in American wow. history. The, the Quakers, Quaker. you know, they were for, yeah. for abolition right. and for emancipation, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Oh, I yeah. mean, I didn't know that was, you know, the location. Yes, right. Oh, Quaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they were have Quakers. dropped Dutch reform, and now it's yeah. just the Reformed Church. Yeah. yeah. President, uh, what's his name? President uh, uh, Tricky Dicky. <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> Nixon. 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 Tricky Dicky, yeah. I remember him. <laughs> President Nixon was a Quaker. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You so know, they're very the, strong. They're very strong in Pennsylvania. Because that was yes. the case when the slaves were trying to yes. escape. If you got to Pennsylvania, yes. the Quakers protected you. Were free. You. Oh. you were free. And that's heading north, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, before we run out of time, let's go on to our third topic we want to talk about. Is <clears throat> There's a whole week-long activities taking place this week. And rather than go through the mention where people can listen to, or not listen to, but look for and read the activity agenda. If you go to Facebook, search police, that's all you need to put in there. In the, or you could do the long way, facebook.com slash police. You'll come across the whole list of activities. But let me tell you, it goes from Sunday the 14th to Sunday the 21st. What they're going to have involved the community in so many ways. They are proud of their position, but they're also proud of what they're doing. Many locals have become police officers and gave their life to protect our community. Now, Dr. named very well. I know her because her daughter or stepdaughter. She may have been a godmother herself. Who was that? You said what was the name? What was yes. the name? About to right now. Mariel Newton, Mrs. Newton. She was the godmother of and I can't remember Lorraine's last name right now. But we were in class together. Mariel Newton, one of the first female police officers. Now there's a show and tell gonna be take place it's gonna take place on the sixteenth of May at the Alvin McBean Ballpark start at 9.30, and it includes VIP specialized units. Students and senior citizens were, are encouraged to attend health conducted by the Department of Human Services. 
Okay, and then on the 17th, show and on Cruise Bay St. John at the Georgia's Frau School, starting at 2 o'clock. It includes a police K-9 unit, a forensic unit, highway safety, and the fire department service. On the 18th, you'll have students read to by police officers in the classroom. There's a family game night at the Virgin Islands Retired Policeman Office. That building USO on the waterfront. Everyone is invited to go along and come on in for fun, food, drinks, dominoes, pool, bingo. They'll have it. And then the following day, they're going to have membership drive fish fry at the same location at 5 o'clock. Now the active employees who have had 20 years or more of service as police officer. And they will prepare some care Orchard in the community. Then on uh, Saturday, the 20, 20th, <clears throat> Family Fun Day at Ballpark, starting at 11.30 for the entire family. Again, fun, food, drinks, games. And then the final Sunday, what they call the last lap for the police department, they're going to have a family beach day at Megan's Bay to wrap things up. So police are taken, and the police department in general, taking great strides to share their police week with the community. And I encourage the community, Thomas, and Ross, and John, to participate in all activities, everyone, every day of the week. Okay, we got that in. That'll be fun. Anything else you, you want to add? Well, did you know my grandfather was, uh, like, the commissioner of police in the 50s? Yes. No, I, only, yes, I remember you mentioned it, but only for a year though. I know of him. Wasn't yeah. long. <laughs> but we have. I have some I nice photos. Him. I think I'll share them this week. Well, tell okay. them. Tell the okay. listening audience your grandfather's name. Oh well, Leon A. Mawson is my but grandfather's name. Yeah, yes. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. He was also the director of civil defense at one time. Yes. But married um, to Valerie. Valerie Creaky. Creaky. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. That's uh-huh. right. Valerie, yeah. But he's definitely a civil servant, and he loved the government um, government positions. Well, and, he headed uh, prior to that. Prior to that, he headed something called CD, Civil Defense. Right. And because of the fact that we did not have National Guard at the time, the Civil Defense was kind of like a home militia who looked out for the home front and the people. And Mr. Hey. Leon Moss and the person who are volunteers, because this is not a paid position, Volunteers looked after under Governor Morris Castro, who was then governor in the 50s. We find that Mr. Morrison did a tremendous amount of work. Oh, and did you know, this is an aside, and did you know he was an excellent tenor at the St. Peter and Paul Church? Oh, yes. He loved that. to sing at church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mr. Leon Morrison. Anyway, that's an aside. So I'm just <laughs> saying, I threw that in just to show that he wore many hats. In addition yes. to that, he yes. was also police commissioner. Now, one of the things that uh, we find is that years ago, people had a, a strong sense of community, and people volunteered, and oftentimes were not really paid for their services in the sense of what they did. The mm-hmm. remunerations were really small, but they did it with pride and dignity. Likewise, when we stop and we think about what's coming up, we talk about police week. 
and Miss Sylvia Thomas, a retired police deputy yes. chief, retired, yes. has done an extensive thing in preparation to include the entire family. And we go a step further. That would be also piggybacking on disaster week in terms of preparation yes. for the tsunami. Not that we're going to get one, but in case one right. comes, and, and this is the key, in case one comes again because mm-hmm. there was one before. Mm-hmm. So that uh, when we stop and we think about it, the ship, the Monongahela, mm-hmm. was damaged and brought up on shore so that on St. Croix, which is most vulnerable because of its flatness, we find that the preparation has been ongoing and to piggyback with that on to Moravian Week, the strong Moravian Church on St. Croix has a very important role to play. And then to piggyback on all of that as we look <laughs> at to bring the whole triangulated situation together, we find that, in fact, mothers were the ones who move forward for the most part. And on St. Croix is a very strong lady called, well, she's not so strong now, but she's recuperating, Mrs. Janice Pemberton, two-time, referred to as Auntie Janice, and Miss Gloria Joseph on St. Croix. And the same thing is true for St. John. We have strong women there, too. The interesting thing is, when we put it all together, we are all one. Three in one, yes. like a good oil of lubrication, <laughs> so that in fact we can remove all the kinks and make three yes. in one. That's right. Remove all the kinks and get it together. Yes, but the police week is always remembered. And Miss Sylvia Thomas, retired district deputy chief, deputy chief, has been the person who has been coordinating that along with some other people, but she has been spearheading that. Very good. And another piece of information. Today at 2 o'clock, the J. Antonio Jarvis Cultural Hill, there's a display of photographs taken by Claude Malone, another police officer. Um, his job was to take pictures of police crime scenes and non-crime scenes. Well, they have been okay. That's that's true. But we like to look at it in terms of he did the before the during, yes. and the after. And the after. Not only there was Mr. Claude Malone an excellent photographer, but he used equipment that was not the best. But his photographs were so exquisite, so clear, that it could bring about a conviction or bring about the clarity that was needed for exploration in police science. In addition to that, his equipment was, as I said, not the best. And even today, where we have people who are using equipment that are more modern, they do not get the clarity, the definition, the depth, the analysis that he got. Actually, today's exhibition or, ex- or show at J. Antonio Jarvis Museum is a continuation of last week. So, Val, I'm so sorry that you're not down here to get over there to see it. I know. But, uh, it would have done you so, so well. Because I love I his photographs. Yes, do you know, and, do you and know remember those black and white in those days. Yes, and they're clear. They're all like 8 by 10. They're vivid. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The clarity them. is astounding. And remember those are the days when you had a flash bulb. You flash, and you hope that you got it right because you may not have gotten a second <laughs> yes. chance to do a second retake. Yes. But they're all so clear with the black 
uh, cloth over your head and you're looking through this camera and the lens and you're holding up this thing in your hand and all of that. So, Do you know any of his family members or his descendants? Yes. Sure. I can tell you sure. I can tell you one right now real quick. Doctor Amasitia Malone. She's the one I mentioned last week. I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember her full name. But uh, oh. she's going to be coming back to St. Thomas to do some self-development training. Yes. Oh, I thought his photographs would make an awesome book that somebody in his family oh, yes. would, would do a oh, tribute yes. or something oh, to yes. him on, on, on I think his photographs. Yeah. Actually, he lived right on the corner of Maud Proudfoot Drive, better known yes. as Field Hill by Lincoln School. Yes. 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 By, a Lincoln School to go up there. That's where he lived. He was oh. married to Miss Eda, whose sister ran a private kindergarten school called Miss Paula School. Eda Todman. He married Miss Eda Todman. That is mm-hmm. Claude Malone did. And then she passed away. And then he married another lady who was Malone. And she was a nurse at the hospital in terms of in the OR room. Mm-hmm. And I know the relatives, the cousins, and one by the name of Carol, another by the name of Franklin, another one, and on and on I could go. But yes, Mr. Gibbs, to answer your question, oh, Valerie, I do know the relatives. They're right around the corner from me. Oh, I'm at the yeah. foot of Fireburn Hill. Oh, no, well, I, I would yes. definitely buy, you know, one of his books if if there was one. They're just amazing. It has to be put together. Yeah. The photographs are there. They're kind of like loosely organized, but to put it together to form a story, tapestry, an introduction, development, yes. conclusion, whatever, it has to be put together. Mm. Well, a project well, for I know, somebody. Yes. I know Dr. Malone fairly well because I was a neighborhood where I grew up. Uh, as I mentioned, Lincoln School Steps, as it was called in those days. In that mm-hmm. city, if you make a up one set of steps and up the other set of steps, you would find the Malone family in one, Dr. Heat in another, uh, at the bottom of the steps, coming right out on the street, and then go up the other set of steps. That was my playground when I was three, four, five, six, up to about six, seven years old. I knew that. And, of course, everywhere <laughs> and my mom went. And to the other end, and to the other end of behind. where he lived, Dr. Yes. Smith had his medical yes. practice, his office was in there, the green blue building. building. And right. Mr. Blue. Malone was in the yes. wooden building, beige brown on yes. the corner. Yeah. Well, now that wow. we get into all this wonderful, exciting week, we have less Reminiscences. than a minute and a half to go. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. And what we don't finish today, we'll continue next week, as a matter of fact. I'll go ahead and your closing thought, and I'll mention one. Oh, well, another awesome show. And, of course, you know, we did touch on um, the Franklin Delano Roosevelt Park Mm -hmm. and and a little bit of Memorial Day. So we have quite a lot of holidays and uh, anniversaries in this month. To come. That's correct. we do. Also, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Val. No, no, that's it. We're going to have to carry on for another show because there's so much more happening. Yes, because May (laughs) month has a lot of activities. And May month is also revered as teacher. Last week was teacher week, teacher appreciation week. 
And oh, also yes. when we stop and think about yes, when we stop and think about it, the month of May was the month in England, particularly of mirth and merriment, where we did the madrigals and the motets. This is the month of May, tra la 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 kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, we have <laughs> all right. Anyway, we have time to do that next up. week. Yes, okay, <laughs> next week. Oh my God, I'll do that next week. All right. Thank you very, very well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All. Thank you. One and all. We'll see you next week. We're out of time. Right. So long. Bye. Now. And Val, Bye. enjoy. Bye. 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 Bye.